Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this Faith Builders Church live stream. I'm so glad that you're here. I have such an incredible amount of scripture to share with all of you about the topic of having faith to overcome insurmountable odds. Now, before I get into these scriptures, I really want to initiate something that has occurred here at Faith Builders Church and communicate with you about it for just a moment. Under the leadership of Pastor Barb Pruitt, we have as Faith Builders Church declared 2021 as a year of jubilee. And the year of jubilee is where all your debts are canceled. It's where all your problems come to an end. It's where everything begins afresh and new and gives you an opportunity to actually be expressive of who you are in a more free way without all the burdens of all the debts and all of the things that can so easily uh, overtake us. Some of these situations that you may find yourself in before the Jubilee takes place is you could be facing insurmountable odds in your life. You could be looking at your financial situation right now and looking at insurmountable odds. You could be looking at your health right now and you could be saying, I'm facing insurmountable odds. Odds that are so stacked against me that I don't know how to overcome them. But you have to understand that just because those odds are there, so is the opportunity for Jubilee to enter into your life and to really transform you into what God wants you to be so that your latter days can be greater than your former days. Can I get an amen? I want to open with one of the the, the, the greatest scriptures found in the Bible, in, in my opinion, because it really op opens the opportunity for Jubilee to enter your world. you got to understand that Jubilee was promised to the people of God of Israel. But we have to also understand that anything that was promised to them is promised to us. The greatest insurmountable odd that, that, that we as Gentiles faced was the fact that we could not have a relationship with God. We were on the outside looking in, but praise the Lord, I have good news because the thing that seemed impossible, the thing that seemed improbable, the thing that seemed like there is no way that I ever have a relationship with God pre-Christ, I'm telling you, has been broken in Jesus' name. So it says right here in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 6 through 8. It says, and this is God's plan. Now, listen, I've got plans, but I want you to listen up because this is God's plan. And the plan is that both Gentiles and Jews who believe the good news share equally in the riches inherited by God's children. Both are part of the same body, and both enjoy the promise of blessings because they belong to Christ Jesus. By God's grace and God's mighty power, 
I have been given the privilege of serving him and spreading this good news. And in verse 8 says, though I am the least deserving of all God's people, God graciously gave me the privilege of telling the Gentiles about the endless treasures available to them in Christ. Now, I'm glad that I was born after Christ did what he did because I don't know how I would have been able to relate to life without having a relationship with God and having access to having a relationship with God. But I was born this way. You were born this way. And sometimes it's easy to just go back to the old way of doing things. Well, you know, I don't know if God's going to help me or not. Well, I don't know, you know, if I'm qualified. Well, I don't know if I'm, you know, good enough. I don't know if, you know, I sinned the other day and, you know, man alive, God must be mad at me. And, and on and on this goes. But really what we have to understand is, is that we believe in the good news. Everybody say good news. Good news means that everything that Christ did for uh, humanity was the same thing God did for the people of Israel. What you've got to understand is everything that happened in the Old Testament was a natural uh, 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 foreshadow of the supernatural church of this modern day world. And so everything that you can see in the, the, fe the feasts and the festivals and the, the works and the animal sacrifices and all those kinds of things, those are all wonderful. Number one, we must be moral in our actions. We must serve God in our thoughts, in our feelings, in our emotions, and in what we do. This is not a free ticket to say, well, praise the Lord, it's good news, and you know what, I can continue to live the life I've always lived. No, you are God's children, according to this scripture, and you have the opportunity to enjoy the promise of the blessings because you belong to Christ. Now, if you belong to Christ, again, this isn't a go out and do whatever you want to do and live the old life. No, this is a transformation. This is God. I am now uh, uh, signing up for the rest of my life to do my best to serve you and to do my best to, to honor you and to do my best to live a honorable, moral life. And me knowing that I'm doing my best will institute the grace it's talking about right here that comes from God's mighty power to cause you to overcome in every situation in your life. But this does not come as just a simple free gift. No, this is going to cost you everything. This is going to cost you your current way of thinking. This is going to cost you your current way of doing things. This is going to cost you everything that you can currently describe based on your limited experience. It's going to cost you all that. And many are the afflictions of the righteous. So, you know, don't shrink back when the insurmountable odds come. Expect them to come. Be prepared when they come. And understand that you have God's grace through His mighty power because you have given yourself over to Him. 
and you now have this incredible opportunity, like the author who's writing here, that says, I've been given the privilege of serving him by spreading the good news, not just a grace message. Jesus didn't just come in grace. He came in grace and truth. You can't have one without the other. And you know what? A lot of uh, churches out there aren't going to challenge you into really living a righteous life, making those choices, knowing you're going to slip, knowing you're going to fall, knowing you're going to fall short of the glory of God, knowing that insurmountable odds are going to come against you to prevent you from discovering this incredible richness of the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ. You see, the good news has cost Jesus or God, I should say, everything. It cost him Jesus. It cost him being Christ to send Christ into the world as a man to be uh, put up against insurmountable odds, uh, including death, in which he was going to have to say, you know what, I'm not going to remain dead, praise the Lord, I'm going to live a righteous life, I'm going to fulfill a righteous life for mankind, and guess what, I may be killed, but praise the Lord, I'm going to get up from that dead place. It's the same life that God is calling each and every one of us to, to. But we've got to realize that this is all going to lead to good news. The hardest way to live your life is to continue to do what you've always done and expect a different result. It's time for change. It's time to, 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 to really begin to press in to what God has in store for us, His people. I want to read a passage of Scripture. I'm sure you've all heard it before. It's the, the 55th chapter of Isaiah. And I just love how this opens. Is anyone thirsty? Now, when, when you are thirsty, I'm talking about a hot 120-degree day, day here in Arizona, you're out in the backyard, and you get thirsty. Well, praise the Lord, if you got any common sense in you, you're going to be driven to that water, to that uh, source of refreshment. But as we read this, I don't want you to think in terms of, am I thirsty, as in I need something to drink. question is, is am I thirsty? Am I thirsty for the gospel? Am I thirsty to say, you know what? No matter what the insurmountable odds that I face are, greater is he that's in me than the devil that's in this world. That is a thirst. It is a hunger for righteousness. So is anyone out there tonight thirsty? It says if you are, that you are to come and drink. Even if you have no money. Even if you are facing insurmountable odds that seem to be blocking you from getting to that source where you can have your thirst quenched. And I'm not talking about your thirst of, of, of water again. I'm talking about the thirst for the things of God. Pressing in. 
If you're thirsty, come and drink. And even if you have no money, even if you're facing insurmountable odds to prevent you from overcoming in this area of your life, to finally enter into the presence of God, to finally gain the breakthrough that you're looking for, to finally get the deliverance that you've been praying for, to finally get the answer that you are seeking. It says, come, take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. So, so here, here's what it's saying is it's like, it's like uh, ha- having a bank account. And praise the Lord, there's a, a million dollars in the bank account. And you're given instructions on how to get to the bank and get the money out of the bank, okay? So it's not going to cost you anything, but it's going to cost you everything to stop what you're doing, to follow those instructions to a T, so that you can obtain what's already laid up for you, already the good news that you're looking for in your life. It says, why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Not, not physical strength, but true strength. Strength that will cause you to overcome through your faith, through the most insurmountable odds, the most impossible situation that you may be in right here, right now today. I'm telling you by the Spirit of God, Jubilee is available to you. But you got to get hungry. You got to get thirsty. You got to understand how to prioritize your life so that you can receive everything that you're going to need to gain that strength to overcome. It says, Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen to me, and you will eat what is good. What does that mean? Listen to me. Read my word. Listen to what it has to say and begin to incorporate it into your daily life as if your life depends on it because I'm telling you your life does depend on it. And listen, I'm not talking about whether you're going to get to heaven or not. I'm talking about living a victorious life here on earth just like it is in heaven. You have access to that by the power of Christ inside of you. So it says, listen to me and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest of things. Revelation from God. The finest of those nourishing words from God. Listen and you will find life. Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and that you might have that life more abundantly. More abundant than what? Than what it was. Praise the Lord. I get to move on. And I get to ever increase and ever stretch my tent tent stakes to have more and more influence in the world that God has placed me in. He says, I will make an everlasting covenant with you. That means that I'm telling you, no matter what you've done, no matter who you've done it with, get it right with God. Hunger and thirst for righteousness and begin to press in. And ye will make an everlasting covenant. That means that ever lasts. (laughs) Beyond the circumstance, beyond the situation, beyond the insurmountable odds that we as humans begin to look at and say, well, that's, that's too hard. That, that's too difficult. No, you've got the nourishment you need through the power of the Word of God to overcome every odd in your life. 
He says, I will give you all, all the unfailing love I promised to David. See how I used used him to display my power among the people. I made him a leader among the nations. You are a leader. You are an incredible force to be reckoned with. You can lead not only your own life, but you can lead your family's life. You can lead in the community. You can lead in the body of Christ. You can lead in the world, every area of your life. You should be hungering. You should be thirsting for the things of God. You are that leader. You also command nations you do not know. And people unknown to you will come running to obey. Because you'll be the light to the world. The darkness. I'm telling you, no matter how dark things are. Take the darkest of the dark. A small glimmer of light could be seen for miles. It's not about how dark the dark is. It's not about how insurmountable the odds are in your life. It's about the light inside of you, allowing that light to shine through the power of the Word of God and the promises of God to those who believe in Him, trust in Him. It says, you will command nations you do not know and people unknown to you will come running to obey because I, the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, have made you glorious. You see, God's sharing His glory with you. That's what the good news is all about. Seek the Lord while you can find Him. Call on Him now while He is near. Remember, we're talking about an everlasting covenant that He has with you through Christ. And listen, it doesn't matter. You shouldn't delay calling out to God. I mean, you could call out to Him right now. You could be in the most dire straits you've ever been in in your entire life. I will promise you this much. In this life, in Christ, you owe nothing to anybody but to love them. And they owe you nothing back but to love you back. Praise the Lord. And I'll tell you, God is love. God has shed His love with the whole world through His Son. And now He has empowered you with that love to overcome every obstacle. Love never fails. It says in verse 7, let the wicked change their ways. you got to do it. you got to do it. you just got to change your way. Let go of those ways and begin to empower yourself with the word of God and banish the very thought of doing wrong let them turn to the Lord that he may have mercy on them mercy for what for all the things that you're doing that are contrary to the word of God listen you're never going to be a perfect person you're never going to be perfect but praise the Lord in Christ you are perfect in him but you've got to make those efforts. You've got to make those strides. You've got to begin to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to you and begin to stick to that stuff like glue. It says, yes, turn to our God, for He will forgive, how? Generously. I see so many people running from God when they sin, when instead they should be running to Him. He says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could ever imagine. 
it gets beyond your imagination because you don't have a point of reference of what it's going to be like to have the empowerment of the good news to overcome the insurmountable odd. I don't care what I got to do or who I got to do it with or what I've got to commit to to overcome. I'm going to employ my faith to overcome this situation. And as I do that, he is going to begin to reveal to you things that could not otherwise be revealed. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Listen, you've got to understand, God's got a plan beyond your, your limited thinking, and it goes way beyond that limited thinking. But what happens is we kind of put God in a box, we put ourselves in a box, and we can't fight our way out because we're not using the truth that will make us free. Verse 10. The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground and water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same, it is the same with my word, says the Lord. I sent it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all that I want it to and it will prosper everywhere that I send it. The word of God will prosper everywhere it is sent. Listen, open your heart to receive the word. Open your life to receive the word and let the word produce the fruit in your life. Get off the merry-go-round of trying to earn your way to heaven or, or do something you know, uh, in and of yourself to accomplish something. No, what you need to do is adopt the nature of the word in your life, accept the good news and begin to share it everywhere that you go. It says, you will live in joy and in peace. The mountains and the hills will burst into song. The trees of the field will clap their hands. Where once there were thorns, cypress trees will grow. Where nettles grew, myrtles will sprout up. These events will bring great honor to the Lord's name. They will be an everlasting sign of His power and His love. Open your heart to receive the power of God's love in your life and begin to understand that He wants to deliver you out of the insurmountable odds you face. And He's given this incredible gift to you called faith. Faith is the substance of things we hope for, the evidence of things we cannot see. Hallelujah. This is the first of this series of faith to overcome insurmountable odds. I want to make sure that everybody who's had the opportunity to watch this tonight has the opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. You may be in a situation where you need to overcome, and you may need that revelation. Well, this, it's just time to get your heart right with God. Heart right with God doesn't mean that you're out carousing and doing all the crazy stuff. It just means that you're not aligning yourself to the Word of God to overcome. So maybe that's you tonight. Maybe you need to get your heart right with God and say, you know what, God, I'm not going to any longer look at how impossible my situation is. You've made a way where there seems to be no way. There may be some of you out there that need to come to Christ for the first time. This is your opportunity. Let's say this prayer together. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Holy Spirit, come live inside of me. Jesus, I make you the Lord of my life. I pray these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. 
Well, welcome back to the kingdom or welcome to the kingdom. May I be the first to congratulate you and praise the Lord. I want to invite as many people as possible to come out here on Sunday to hear Pastor Barb preach an incredible message of hope. Hallelujah, where, where this church can become your home church and where we can love you back to life, back to the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And so we have services both at uh, 9 and 10.30 on Sunday mornings here in the church. We also have outdoor service as well for your protection. Otherwise, God bless you. Go in peace, serve the Lord, and use your faith to overcome insurmountable odds.